For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts. Another error on the side of caution yesterday, but from where I was, now you could be painting a very different picture listening to me saying West Cork or East Cork or places like that, but it wasn't as bad as we were expecting it to be. Expecting it to be. There was rain for sure and wind as well, but definitely uh, nothing like the orange that they were talking about. More on that in a few minutes' time. Actually, the papers keep on... Uh, dominating with the weather. They love it. They, anything, give them a chance to put in photographs of people with brollies or flood pictures and what have you. A new storm that uh, sparked lightning strikes and set wind turbines ablaze yesterday uh, in some parts of the country. Uh, so I guess some places didn't expect, uh, further west you went and off the coast. Um, in, in news making the different papers though, the inside pages of this morning's Independent, very interesting story because I know this is also the issue in the UK. I'd love to get you your thoughts on it, whether or not people should be allowed to protest at um, uh, outside some maternity hospitals where abortions are performed. So women, it is said, are being psychologically damaged and hospital staff are being intimidated and threatened by anti-abortion protesters holding demonstrations outside some maternity hospitals on a daily basis, apparently. And this is according to the HSC, who say that healthcare workers are threatened, harassed, subjected to intimidation to intimidating behavior every day it says that activists are sometimes aggressive they use graphic pictures of fetuses as well as religious imagery and they are welcoming a bill now that's going before the doll that would ban anti-abortion demonstrations within 100 meters of any healthcare facility that provides termination of pregnancy services. Not only those that currently do, but anyone that would in the future. So that's the bill going through uh, the um, the doll. But I know that in the UK, because I heard this on the BBC last week, they are talking about the same type of uh, protests and demonstrations. But I think that the legislation in the UK is to keep protesters 200 metres away from clinics and hospitals. And they also talk of the graphic pictures of fetuses and also religious imagery and also tiny plastic fetus dolls, if you like. In fact, I was sent one of them in the in parcel post last year, which is a tiny fetus uh, in plastic form. So I wonder what your thoughts are on that, because again, at the same time, we also have to protect people's democratic rights to protest, I suppose. So text 0868104106. There was another court, there was a court report actually that did lead not to a protest, but to an appeal. And that was the Charleville Park Hotel. Um, that's actually owned uh, by the Galway businessman and the Supermax owner, Pat McDonough. And they lost at the WRC. Now, the backstory to it was uh, that a traveller couple claimed that they and their children had suffered discrimination when they were refused accommodation at the hotel some time back. Um, and if I jump ahead to the story, if I can find it here, the award that was made by the WRC to them was that um, uh, Bridget O'Reilly would be paid eight thousand euro. That her partner and the uh, and her partner and the children would receive three thousand euro each for the children um, so herself and her partner would get 8,000 and the children would get 3,000 each but the, the story behind it is that they claimed that they suffered discrimination um, because they went to the hotel uh, but previous to actually going to the hotel they had made a booking with their debit card now the story is they used the online booking because they were homeless because their, uh, their, their accommodation was deemed to be uninhabitable so they used the online booking uh, using a debit card for three nights at the Charleville Park Hotel. Then they went to the hotel with a Department of Social Protection welfare officer who had a check. 
uh, to pay for the three nights accommodation. But the receptionist on duty informed the family that they required a credit card as security. Now, uh, Bridget O'Reilly and her family left the hotel because they didn't have a credit card, returned the next morning with their solicitor. uh, And the solicitor offered to pay with her own personal credit card. But the receptionist said the booking must be made in the name of the person seeking accommodation. Now, they felt very humiliated, went to the WRC and they won at the WRC, but the hotel appealed it and it was in court. And the judge then said that the it was clear that the hotel required, because of its terms and conditions, that customers would have a credit card when booking a room. And he described the couple as having been over-sensitive about their perception um, of discrimination. So he ruled in favour of the hotel. Uh, and of course, the hotel are very happy with that. Uh, the owner said that it's their policy to require that everyone, regardless of who you are or where you're from, must have a credit card. So I thought that was quite interesting. You know, we were talking yesterday about the Cork-Dublin return train being used by drug mules to bring down drugs, including heroin. There's an example of that in the Echo today. While the article doesn't actually specify trains, it does talk about passengers coming from Cork to Dublin. So I'm assuming they're talking about on the train. But it was a 57-year-old Dubliner who will now be put forward for sentencing a 57-year-old who confessed to carrying €34,000 worth of heroin into Cork. It was an ongoing operation targeting the transportation of drugs into Cork. Apparently the Gardaí monitor passengers coming in to Cork from Dublin. That's why the GRA yesterday were asking for more Gardaí on the platforms of Kent and indeed even on the trains. Uh, Then, of course, we have the eviction ban from the 1st of November. So a couple of stories related to this, actually, generally speaking, with regards to housing. But just staying with the eviction ban, which will be in place until the back end of of March, the Echo Carrier story with probably one of Cork's biggest property rental services, that's Rose Property. And the uh, managing director of Rose Property is Mark Rose, and he's in the Echo today, saying that the government move to ban evictions this winter is effing over the most vulnerable piece people. Um, I'm not reading out the, the word, obviously, but he makes an interesting point, though, and it, it does make sense the way, he, the way he puts it. He says that he's now been inundated with phone calls in the past week from clients looking to sell their properties. And he's saying that it is now going to scare even more landlords away from the rental market. And the people that are being effed over the most are the people needing the rental properties in the first place. Gives a good example, he says, that what they have done now is akin to, it's like if your boat is sinking and you say, I'll just put a hole below the waterline to let the water out. So it's an interesting take on things. But as you know, um, the amount that you can borrow now for a mortgage is four times your salary. So there's even a downside to that because the Independent is saying uh, that the governor of the central bank is worried that this change will actually push up house prices, that builders and sellers of homes and estate agents and the whole lot of them will just see this as an opportunity to put up the price of a house because people can now borrow four times the amount of their salary. In layman's terms, like a single person with 50 grand income a year will be able to borrow uh, 200,000. So a couple with a combined income of, say, 100 grand will be able to borrow 400,000 and the deposit. 
So, uh, apparently, the actual state agents yesterday were saying that they were inundated with more queries. And the banks were saying yesterday they were inundated with people applying uh, for mortgages. So, that's quite interesting. And then, as to what goes into our sea, the examiner lead with it this morning, the millions of litres of sewage that's going directly into our water every day. You would have thought those days are well behind us, but if you walk beaches from time to time, you will see the scummy slurry kind of on the top of the water the discoloration in the water sometimes you might see a pipe going way out into the tide Uh, that's sewage Uh, and unfortunately Cork beaches aren't without criticism and they hone in on beaches in Cork that actually have raw sewage sewage pumped into them and they are Yall, Ballycotton Whitegate, Ahada Ring of Skiddy, Crosshaven, Carrigaline and Ringeskiddy Village itself. So that's a fairly damning report. Another damning example is the 86,000 people who have yet to get the COVID bonus. The vast majority of them are in nursing home homes. Isn't that incredible that all these months later, I was counted up this morning, 10 months after it was announced by the government, 86,000 frontline workers still haven't got the 1,000 pandemic payment. But they're also saying that the uh, boosts, the one-offs that were given in the budget that will be paid out over the next few months won't be enough. And the ESRI are saying we're going to need more of those going forward. Even Eamon Ryan is saying that they haven't ruled out another round of energy bill credits sometime in the future. And the papers are also talking about, it's not just nurses and doctors in the land of Wanda Down Under that they want to pinch. They're also after our Garda Shikona because the mail says that there are lots of online uh, advertising now trying to coax Garda to go down to Australia and become coppers down below. Certainly in Western Australia, they've started a campaign to attract Garda by offering much better pay and lots more sunshine. Like if you looked at it, just as an example, uh, say a guard after five years service in Ireland, 45,375 euro is the pay. So 45 grand. In Australia, the equivalent would be 54 grand. Uh, The annual leave is the same, but the cost of a house, of course, is drastically lower and the average rental apparently much, much, much lower um, never mind the fact that the weather is an awful lot better. So it's not just doctors and nurses now. It also would seem to be uh, members of Ungarda Shikona. There's lots of different colliery stories, which I'll come back to throughout the course of the morning, including Ireland's bid to host the Tour de France. That's got to be good news, doesn't it? But there's a very interesting one because there's absolute pillamaloo in the UK now with uh, Liz Truss. Don't know how long she'll be able to stay in the job. She just keeps on losing um, uh, um, staff members. Um, you know, she got rid of the Chancellor. Uh, and I think that the Home Secretary uh, quit, well, she did quit yesterday and sent a stinging letter to Truss and there was chaos in Westminster last night. So we know of all of that. But the story that interests me is um, a carer who was preparing a curry for a client in the UK saw the face of Boris Johnson staring back at him from, well, it would have to be a chicken korma, wouldn't it? Because you'd have the yellow rice, you'd have the chicken and the sauce. But if you saw the photograph of the chicken korma, you really would believe that it was Boris Johnson looking back at you, particularly with the yellow rice indicating Boris Johnson's hair. But he says um, that it is an omen yeah, and a sign uh, that uh, Boris Johnson will return to number 10 to replace Liz Truss. Cometh the nan is the headline. I love it. Cometh. 
the Nan. Cork's biggest conversation is here. The Neil Brenderville Show is on Cork's Red FM. Yes, indeedy. Text 0868104106. Pick up the phone on 0818104106. A lot of texts from yesterday. Many, many pe- people critical of the buses. Mind you, there was one texter who said he was critical of people claiming about the price of a bus. A return bus fare uh, to uh, Kinsale, or sorry, one way, uh, seven euro. Uh, and you call that expensive, you want to try and drive it and see what it's like. It's absolutely crazy expensive, whether it comes to petrol or diesel. Buses still remain much cheaper, Texter says. If you don't get the bus, though, Neil, you'll never understand how awful their service is at times. I totally agree with your callers yesterday about bus air, and some drivers are just so rude. At times, they won't pick up passengers. They arrive late. Then they don't let people on the bus or they won't stop when you press the button to get off. I was shouted at for not pressing the bell, even though I had. They do deal with annoying customers and passengers, but overall it's not a great service. And their customer service is a joke. I've stopped calling them. They don't want to know. They act like they're, what you're saying to them is untrue. I used to have to get a 6.30 a.m. bus from the city centre to work. Most of the time it was late. There's nobody to call about it. Um, and you just stand there wondering if it was ever going to turn up. Uh, how could it be late, for God's sake? It's the first bus. Apart from the odd time, the driver might have been unwell and couldn't turn up. Drivers don't care if there's a timetable and just turn up whenever they like. It's interesting because I was driving around yesterday uh, at peak traffic. One of the peak traffic times for buses is, of course, when schools close. And on a Wednesday, a lot of them have a half day. So going down the Douglas Road, and this is not the fault of the bus drivers. They're just doing their job. But bus after bus after bus, and I really mean that, all had the same sign up. Uh, sorry, bus full. You'd think that they could sort that out, wouldn't you? Particularly at times when they know there's going to be an awful lot of people wishing to use the buses half days and Wednesdays for school and things like that. Anyway, pick it up after the break. Text 0868104106. Get it off your chest. Call Neil Prenderville now on 0818104106. I find it Red very, uh, FM. I think it's very interesting. Already seeing text, text coming in with regards to the hotel, the Charleville Park Hotel, winning its appeal um, uh, against uh, the Traveller family who claimed they were discriminated after they were denied accommodation. The Charleville Park said that the issue was because they didn't have a credit card. Some are suggesting uh, the fact that travellers just wouldn't have credit cards. Another person suggesting that it was good enough that they had a debit card or indeed that the official that was with them uh, who was from the Department of Social Protection, did have a credit card. And another texter then saying, just wondering, uh, were any of the refugees who were staying in hotels and put up in hotels, were they asked for credit card payments for them? I'm sure that it wasn't their own credit cards that paid for their refugee accommodation. So um, some people still feel uh, a little bit aggrieved by that uh, court decision. But the court, the court and the judge felt that the same rules must apply to everybody and there was no discrimination because everybody, regardless of their ethnic background, would be asked for a credit card on arriving at the reception of a hotel. So text 0868104106 on that one. I want to get back to my phone lines and uh, Michelle is standing by. Michelle, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Do you, I just want to, can I just ask you a question? And this is kind of slightly off topic. Um, I was talking about menopause yesterday and the struggles that women go through and the fact that we need to talk more about it because it's a very important topic and it's a very difficult part of all women's lives and some women go through absolute hell, many of them. But I, I get texts from men when I talk about this topic. If I could just give you an example of, the, of a few of them. Harden the F-U-C-K up. I have no sympathy for women going through this issue. Another one. P 
People will turn you off in droves with your menopause. All you're short is to put on a skirt. And another one. Do we have to listen to this? Every woman will get it. Surely there are tablets you can take and just get over it. What, what do you make of texts like that? That just goes down to people having a complete lack of empathy. And it's very ignorant because there's women suffering with very real challenges, very severe health issues. And women's health is a major issue in, in the world of medicine. Yeah. These, these know, seem to be from men, though. It's just the, but like I have an autoimmune disease and I've had the same challenges, the same ignorant comments. I don't think it really matters what type of illness you're struggling with. There's people who is, who's always going to be judgmental and ignorant about it because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that every single person is going to struggle with their health at some point or another. Nobody is immune to these issues. And you know, I, I only mention it. There, there, there just were some. Uh, the vast majority, of course, are people sharing their own stories. There was the, a woman who says, "I'm 45 now, but when, but when in primary school, I had to leave school every month with severe period pain. My symptoms were vomiting, chronic pain, unable to walk, fainting. Went to the doctor when I begged my mum for help during one episode. The doctor told me I was going through the equivalent of labour pain, and it wouldn't get better until I eventually had kids." So this is a very, very young girl in primary school going through shock. How could you even concentrate on any form of education if you're going through that all of the time? Yeah, it's horrific. And there isn't really much help or support there for people struggling with these types of chronic issues. It's very hard. Like, you get every door closed in your face throughout the health system. Mm. And this, this causes trauma. It causes very severe stress. People feel very unheard and they feel very alone, very isolated. They run out of options and they don't know what to do. Yeah. What what, what kind of help are you needing for <laughs> menopause? For myself, no. Um, I have other chronic health issues. I have Crohn's disease, ankylosing spondylitis and fibromyalgia. And I literally ran around in circles trying to get help and support and treatment. And then I had a very severe chronic infection and that was ignored because they thought that the symptoms were due to my autoimmune diseases. So I was literally living with a chronic infection for two years and I needed surgery for that. But I had to like knock down walls to get why? But Why why was that? Why why won't you listen to? Because the the conditions you talk talk of are commonplace. I'm not sure. I think... Sometimes it's like they they don't know how to treat these. Like it, it's a very complex problem. So they they seem to prefer the easier cases, you know, the more simple patients that come in and out and they're treated easily. Whereas patients like me need a lot of specialized care. And there's multiple steps that we have to take in order to get a better quality of life. Yeah. So it's a longer process and it takes more time. Yeah. It sounds as if you're struggling now, are you? Um, I'm actually out walking. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just thought it might have been related to pain. No, I sometimes I struggle a little bit with my test, but I'm okay. Mm, mm. So, did you go down an alternative route instead? I mean, your yeah, trauma. I, I mean, you know, holistically, was it? Yeah, I started off first of like at the time when I was diagnosed, I had a two and a one year old, and I was completely exhausted. I had no energy, and every day was a struggle. So I decided to look into alternatives 
and I changed my whole diet, my lifestyle. I started taking some specialized supplements, started doing yoga and going out walking and stuff. And over time, my symptoms did improve. And then I started to learn more about trauma and complex PTSD and how that can be linked to health issues. So I then started to do therapy, energy healing, which focuses on pulling this, these trapped emotions and suppressed trauma out of your body. Yeah. So like my symptoms, my disease activity was scoring an 8.5 in 2019 and it's now scoring a five. So I have made huge improvements. I have a better quality of life with more energy. Did you get, did you, did you get sugar out of your diet? Yeah. Most, like, it's very hard to completely cut it out, but I have very little sugar in my diet and very little dairy. And I suppose then, I'm talking about the, the, like all those hidden sugars in so much processed food, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like even if you look at the kids' smoothies, for example, there's 18 grams of sugar in one small smoothie and people think they're healthy. I know. So, I know. like when I started really reading labels and checking what I was eating, I found that it was in everything. You know? I know, it's a, it's a worry. I was actually in, in a supermarket earlier in the week just getting some bits and bobs and stuff and while it's none of my business, I couldn't help but notice that there was one family going around with the trolley and I, I accept that a lot of what they're buying was for uh, Halloween but they were buying an awful lot of junk. I mean, an awful lot. You know those multi-packs of sweets they can buy and the big tubs and all that kind of... Loads of it. Yeah. Like, they were just loads of it. But I couldn't help but notice that the little child who was no more than about maybe three years old was grossly overweight. And I was thinking to myself, oh my God, that's an awful tough start for a small child when you look at what yeah. was going into the trolley. It was just... A, it was, they were pushing a sugar mountain. Yeah. And I, I don't know too much about it, but I know that there has been a massive increase in childhood diabetes. Yeah. And this is, this is setting children up for health issues for the rest of their lives, you know. Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Look after yourself, Michelle. Thanks for taking the call. I did get a text and saying from people who eliminated sugar totally from their diet, made massive improvements to joint pain or indeed menopausal issues. Hidden sugar is detrimental and causes many health problems. It's not the sugar you see, as I just mentioned. It's the hidden sugars in processed food. Uh, regarding menopause, sorry I have to say it, but I suffer severe anxiety, mood swings, sweats, you name it, I have it. I have another lifelong illness to deal with as well. I don't qualify for any medical card and I could not afford €130 Euro a month for HRT. It's a case of just getting on with it. And because of that, suffering anxiety, mood swings, sweats, all of the symptoms you spoke of yesterday, I have no quality of life whatsoever. Listening to your show, I actually got excited and planned to see my GP as soon as I could get HRT until I heard the price. Our government will give financial help if you want to give up cigarettes, but 130 a month is just a joke. Um, wondering, will the men in the Bank of Ireland also get the 10 days off too? Well, these are kind of some of the witty texts as I get as a, by the way, Bank of Ireland are giving 10 days a year menopausal leave. Uh, one or two more. My sister went to the doctor to request some blood tests as she felt that she was perimenopausal. The doctor asked her about her sex life. As she was still sexually active, in his medical opinion, she couldn't be perimenopausal. It's just classic, says D by text. Uh, what about the people who are on and need HRT along with other meds and are not taking them because they can't afford the monthly prescriptions? No medical card, then you go without. Trying to cope with all the symptoms that come with it, it should be free. It certainly should be free. It really and truly should be free. 
um, because I think it's very discriminatory against all women if it's not free. Uh, text 0868104106. Pick up the phone and give us a bell. Anthony's online too. Anthony, good morning. Good morning, Neil. How um, are you? I, I get this every year when I talk on this topic. People push back and say, oh, for God's sake, man, will you get over it? Are, are you one of them? Um, I suppose you could put me down as one of them, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, you're honor, honest enough to say so. Why? Because I just think it's just constant. Every evening, if you watch the TV, there's just, if there's not ads for women's sanitary products, uh, sanitary towels, tampons, this, that, and the other, and then there's ads for incontinence pads, and it's just in your face constantly, like, and it's just... Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but what's... We're the... all well aware of it, like, we we don't need to know, like... But that that's insane. I mean, these are all things Well, that... if you have a young child... So you you won't yeah, want to see you want to see you won't want to see Pampers ads, for instance, or ads for nappies, or you know other products that involve that's you know baby foods. That's a completely foods. different thing. That's that's a completely different ballgame, Neil. You know, people that. see ads on television for f- big, flashy, expensive cars. They can't afford them. Should they be angry? Advertising for holidays in Spain that people can't afford. Should they be angry? Uh, why don't we see ads or the the menopause? This is called uh, andropause, apparently, because I think it's probably yeah. not the most respectful thing to be talking about now in the week when we need to be highlighting menopause. But why do we need to highlight the menopause? So more people talk about it, and people realize how difficult it is to be a woman. Uh, well, I'm not a woman, so I'm not. I'm not going to know how difficult it is. I know I can only relate to my own late mother. She went to my doctor at forty-nine, and she said, "I think I'm going through the change." Yeah, it was called the change. You're right, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he said, "Teresa, just give me a sample," and he said, "Teresa, you're going to go through your change, all right." You're pregnant <laughs> <laughs> with me. <laughs> uh, what is it? What, what is it? You're amongst a, a handful of men over the past 24 hours who've sent me texts like that saying, get over it, get over it, move on. Not important. Nothing to see here. Normal. Just part of being yeah, a woman. Well, I think like men's health issues aren't highlighted enough. Neil, do you know what I mean? We're constantly hearing about women's health issues, but we never really hear about men's health issues. Well, I'm, I'm we never f- really hear about like the old days when, well, now it, it, it's a lot simpler. But in the old days, if you had prostate cancer or prostate problems, you know, you'd get a finger up the I won't say where a finger where, up the bum you don't I've been I'm blue in the face telling people that doesn't happen anymore it doesn't have no, to happen it anymore no. it's a simple blood test and all men should get a simple blood test in their GP once a year simple as you'll never get yes. prostate cancer if you get a test a blood test for prostate once a year and as men get older their testosterone levels 
reduce as well, you know, and they can have other problems. But we don't hear about that. It's just constantly, constantly women's issues. Oh, oh, I'm incontinent. Oh, I can't go to, oh, I can't go to the gym because if I go to the gym, I'll fill up my pad and uh, it's just... Uh, it's, uh, hang on, they can't sleep. They're constantly t- worn out with fatigue. They have no energy. They are inside in the bed with night sweats, absolutely dripping with the sweat, night after night after night. Their mood is all over the place. Their anxiety is all over the place. They are, um, they end up angry. They have temper tantrums. They rage. Um, yes. They have, they yes. have headaches. They, they have heart palpitations. They, I mean, do you want me to go on? I don't know. I don't know when I ever. Yeah, I, I don't friend, know when I yeah, ever suffered. Said, all, I don't know when I ever suffered all of those at the same time. I can tell you. Well, yeah, I have a friend, and his wife went went absolutely pinky punky when she was going through the change. Yeah, and he said, "Oh my God!" He said, "I think she should have been locked up in a ward or yeah. something." There's huge relationship problems between partners. Yeah, that's right. And they say that a lot, a lot of it can lead to separation and divorce. It's it's pretty serious stuff, you know. And then you have I women. Then you have women that don't have women that don't have a medical card or, and are scrimping and saving anyway, trying to look after their family, and they can't get HRT because they have to pay for it. I don't know is HRT the answer either. You know, there's a lot of side effects to that, and that's been proven over the years. Oh, well, that's that's for medical people to talk about. Oh so, yes, yes. Well, I'm not. I'm not a medical person. So is, is, it, is it a case that we talk about women's issues way too much and never talk about the issues that men go through? Yes, that's what I feel, to be quite honest, because I'm just sick and tired of it. I'm like, I was sitting down eating my dinner last night and between two ad breaks on the TV, I was just constantly women's products, women's this, women's that, women's the other. And uh, I was like, well, like, why are you advertising these things like? Because it's only women are going to buy them like. Well, you don't see a lot of ads for condoms, do you? You know, because women aren't going to buy condoms. All right, Nina, are you, you there? don't see a lot. <laughs> yes, hello. Have you heard much hello, of what Anthony's saying there, I wonder? Yes, unfortunately I did. Okay, what do you make of it? Um... Um, well, I am usually direct, but I will hold myself back now because I am live on the radio. Um, well, I tell me, no, just tell me how you is, feel. I, uh, I feel pissed off. Why? I feel completely pissed off because, <laughs> because saying that uh, all of the sudden we speak too much about women issues and Really? I mean, really? He's not. He's not alone it's there. Not I read out six or seven. Enough. Hang on a second. I read out a six, six or seven texts earlier on from other men who say, "Move on, get over it. Boring women's issues. Really? That's, that's part of their biology, yeah. part of their makeup. Nothing to do with us." Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. Uh, I heard that before, yes, we should just get over it and everything. We are too emotional, we are too sensitive, we are, yeah, too much. 
no, we are not too much. We are just human. We, we have emotions. And yes, we are women. And uh, so what? We will not be quiet just because it bothers you if we speak about our issues. I'm sorry, but they need to be discussed. Yeah. They it's it's not it's just not fair it's it's sorry but this is repression are we going back to the middle ages yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean because i see that that uh, women are constantly shut down they they need to be quiet they need to obey like yeah like it was in real? the medieval times yeah i mean i am for real are i don't want real? to go back i want to go forward women Women yes. are shut down. I, I, I just hear nothing about women's issues. Women are shut down. I hear nothing but women's issues on the, the radio and on the TV. Women are shut down. So uh, I, I don't yeah, know where well, you're living, what planet you're living on. But well, She's she's living on planet woman, I would imagine, and that's a nice place to be when you have issues in like including menopause. But women are the from shutdown. Hold on a second. Also, women, we need to talk more about um, about miscarriages and how women are dealt with then and afterwards. We need to talk more about uh, women who go to full term and deliver stillbirth babies. We need to be able to talk about that more openly in yeah. society and understand the emotions that people go through. All of these things. Yes, definitely. It, it needs to be talked about it more than than it is. I, I really feel that there is not uh, much awareness. And I'm uh, speaking that in related to schools, to, to like TV, you don't see that. It, I mean, I was not taught in school about all of these issues i yeah. don't know why because because we need to learn later in life and this is not right i think that this should it should start in school so because so that yeah, uh, yeah. we educate yeah like yeah. both sexes of course anthony doesn't want to see advertising for um period products for instance he, he doesn't need to watch seriously that on, on, yeah yeah on tv can no. I can I hear an argument for for that? Why why does like an ad for for a tampon bother you? It's a tampon. I mean, I don't want to. But, I, I I really don't want to see it. I know that women have periods, you, and I know that women. Yes, we do. Some women yeah. suffer from incontinence, but I don't need to see an ad for period pads and then incontinence pads. Why? Really? Really, and I have to wait a minute. So, why do I have to see a commercial for a Viagra or something else? I don't see very many for Viagra. But Anthony, why don't you think of it like this? You see an ad for on TV for uh, an incontinence product or a pad for um, urine leakage. Right, and why don't you say to yourself, "Jesus, aren't I, aren't I very lucky? I'm not like that." Poor women. I do, but I don't need to have it shoved in my face when I'm trying to eat my dinner. Like, you know, I How don't need to see an advertisement and incontinence pads within the space of a half because an hour. Because women go like, through chronic 
debilitating pain um, from a very young age, and this would be even young girls in primary school, chronic pain. Ah, Neil, you're doing your white knight thing now again, like... I don't even know what that means. How? um, We all know it's a fact of life. We all know it's a fact of life, and we have to put up with it, but... That lady that's on the line now. Nina, yeah. Yeah, Nina, sorry. Yeah. Well, she said, oh, well, we have to see ads for Viagra. I don't see many ads for Viagra. Very rarely. Well, I I gave an example. Okay, hold on there, guys. Hold on, if you don't mind. Uh, Louise, good morning. Hi, Neil. How are you? Jump in there, because I know Rose and Martin are waiting, so go ahead. Neil, I swear to God, he's Anthony's driving me crazy. He's driving me Good. absolutely crazy this morning listening to him. Right. Good. Good. He is only... Yeah, good. Good. You must have nothing else to be doing with yourself. Only pass the marks about women, dear. No wonder you're divorced. I'm sorry now for the rant, but you have some... Oh, and thanks for getting personal as you well and bringing a fight back down divorce. You have some disrespectful attitude to women. And you're you know very that? disrespectful. You, you, do, so you don't need to bring up the fact yeah. that I was divorced. Hang on a while now. You're that talking about tampons. Actually, I, have hurts, to say, I have to say, Louise, that is completely and utterly irrelevant. And it's a, but it's Neil, a, hold on no, a minute now. It's, it's a low blow. It is a low blow. You're not doing women any favours now by saying that. That's overly personal. One second now, Neil. one second No, I know you're incensed. I love your show. And I love listening to your show. I've been on your show numerous times talking about autism and everything but you know what he has some rotten attitude to women women's health in this country has been ignored for so long between the cervical smear the babies who have died and their organs are waiting women and families have been disrespected in this country way too long way too long Neil I got my period when I was nine I was a child playing with my doll and buggy and my mother told me once it used to break her heart when I used to have to come in and change my underwear and everything right I was nine nine yeah he said and, he said and he no, said I'm going while, while, the he did, while he'd acknowledge all of that he doesn't need to hear about it and see it on television and listen to it on the radio and yeah, you, know you don't me, have to fact, you don't have to personalize things about me as well you don't have I, to bring it I up. I apologise. I apologise. I'm divorced. Yeah, or that's, that's, that's fine, to do Anthony. With the topic. All right, she, she's apologised for that. Hold Anthony, on, hold on. I Lisa, hold on, hold on, remark. hold on, Lisa. Oh. Good morning, Neil. Go ahead. Um, I just think it's extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous to have somebody like Anthony on the radio. Oh she has my no God! Idea. Good girl. No, listen to me, Good girl, Lisa. Yeah. Listen to me, Anthony. You've had your say. You'll be on every other radio station now that will possibly let you on for the rest of the day. Uh, go on, so Major. I'm having my say. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Do you have any idea of the amount of women that take their own lives through menopause because they're not listened to? Do you have any idea the way lack of hormones for the rest of your life affects your health? You develop osteoporosis. You develop liver disease. You develop breast brain disease. You develop early dementia. There are no risks nowadays, Anthony, with body identical HRT. So if you want to come on the radio and talk to women about HRT, maybe you need to go and get educated. 
it's extremely dangerous to use words like lock them up in a padded ward when women are struggling every day in this who's country. Saying, who's saying lock them up oh, in a padded ward? He didn't. He did say that. He, he said that his, he said his friend's voice should have been locked up. I never and said he that. Said, oh, you all right, okay, hold on, hold on, okay, I'll take some time out, guys, I'll come back, I promise I'll come back after after 10 when I get a little bit of calmer scenario going on. Lisa, Louise, Martin is holding, so is Rose and Anthony. We'll pick it up after 10. Text 0868104106. Hey, it's Dave, join me weekdays from 4 for Dave Max Drive, where I'll help get you home or give you a little lift at home. Big hits, loads of fun features and traffic info. What more could you need? Join me weekdays from 4, Dave Max Drive. Text the Neil Brinderville Show now. 086-8104-106. Red FM. Um, texts then have been coming in quite rapidly. Uh, women have a lot to put up with. Uh, like, what does Anthony want? Women to just suffer? Women are superior to men. Women rock. When you actually think of what we do, we do a lot. Uh, men need to speak up for granted. I take that. Granted, I'll give him that point. But we really do have a lot to cope with and must get on with it day by day. Um, Awareness needs to be raised because it affects women's mental health through no fault of their own because of hormones and their sex. And Anthony is on whining about men's health and advertising. Uh, Tell him to get off the air. I understand men's health issues aren't talked about enough, but they are not in pain morning, noon and night with women's issues. There's treatments out there to help cancer, etc. But menopause is something that can't be stopped in a woman. And if you're not a woman, you don't even know the half of it. Uh, If Anthony has a problem with ads for female products, then use the remote, turn the telly off or change the channel. Um, He is another snowflake offended by everything. And interestingly, that's actually a text from a man. It's very disrespectful, his line. Uh, Women's health has been ignored in this country for far too long. The cervical smear tests is a perfect example. Uh, Anthony is not a qualified doctor, so should not be so disrespectful. One more. I have to say, uh, he's very old-fashioned. Yes, years ago, people didn't speak about menopause. And he doesn't have to listen to this particular talk show at this particular time if he's not interested If he's sick and tired of listening, he can just change the radio station for that short period of time when you talk about issues like menopause. Interesting cross-section of text there, Anthony. Do you want to respond to any of those? Well, I I think it's very, very, very interesting, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Um, I'm just being knocked down. uh, not, 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 Not all of them, though. I mean, there are texts coming in predominantly from men, actually, who... I mean, it's it's amazing because yesterday morning I spoke about uh, you know, it, about menopause for an hour uh, for an I, hour and a half, and yet somebody's saying I can't listen to this day in and day out. I mean, that's just hysterical. Uh, well, I found it amazing how they run a contributor brought up that the fact that I was divorced. She apologized. What's that got that? to do with? That's just emotions running high, and she apologized for it. I think. For some, it's, it's a it's a big thing to apologise, you know. Well, she shouldn't have brought it up anyway. Yeah. Okay. okay, that had nothing got to do with the topic. Okay, to be ho- quite honest. Ho- hold on there, Louise. Hi, Neil. Okay, sorry, I ran out of time there. I didn't want to cut oh, you okay. off. So make your point, and we'll move on. Go ahead. Um, I just think it's disrespectful to women. Um, I had a baby nine years ago, and we were both very lucky to be alive after it. Um, women go through a lot, Neil. I, I, 
I kept bleeding when I was pregnant and I had to get my womb taken out. I was only 39. That was a big, huge, emotional roller coaster. Trying to rear a new baby, right? And have your womb taken out and still every month have the symptoms of having a period. And then you get no period. Do you know, it's just... I, I'm going to apologise again to Anthony because I shouldn't have said that, but I really got very hot-tempered. It's not like me. I don't lose the plot, but well, I was very, enough. very upset. I was very, I very upset, I accept your apology. Anthony. I accept your apology. Yeah, yeah, but but yes. Anthony, you have to I think she still thinks you need a wake-up call, Anthony. I do, I do. I think women's health is very important. Okay. Women's health is very um, important. And as for women going pinky-punky in the menopause... Do you know what? That's not the half of it. That's not the half of it. Have you gone through it? Or are you going through it? I'm. I'm. I'm going through the menopause at the moment. I am. Yeah. I am. Okay. Okay. Do you know? And I'm only forty-eight. Neil, I was only forty-eight last September. And look, you know? I accept your apology. I know. All right. Okay. Things can get I, overheated look, sometimes. Things got very out of hand. But Anthony, you have to understand, like women's health has been ignored too long. Too long. Too long in this country. People have to be open about it. Well, it's women that need to have more conversations about it, surely, Louise. But but women do, Neil. It's just like when you go in then to see a doctor or a gynae or a consultant, no, they're amazing up in the CUMH. They're a fantastic bunch of people. But people don't understand. You're explaining yourself over and over again. You're having blood tests. You're having this test, you have cysts in your ovaries that burst and grow back. Do you know? This is very, every so often. Do you know now? Yes. Women's health, like um, all these ads have to be on the television. All right. Because hold women's health yes. has to be spoken of a lot more. Yeah, okay. Go but ahead. All these, no, I, I, not, I'm not disrespecting the lady, but I told you, like, uh, my mother was 49. And she went to the doctor and he said, oh, yes, you, that happens. you have, you have that to happens. give me a sample. Yeah, I know. She was, but she was and pregnant. He, I mean, women, you know, women can get pregnant at the age of 49. How, said, how I you... think I'm going through the change. And he said, yeah, you're going to have a great change, okay. Teresa, yeah, yeah. because you're pregnant. Women's health, women's health has to be spoken about. Um, We've also had this conversation over the years with regards to termination of pregnancies and the rights of women to their own bodies and to make their own decisions. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, both of you. Rose. Hi. Go ahead. You have the floor. What's on your mind? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so just, you know, I just don't agree with what he's saying at all. I think that finally you know, that this this has been spoken about and it needs to be. And like that, um, he can just turn it off. If he's not interested in it, um, there's going to be people that are going to be glued to the TV or the radio when these topics arise. So Not men, though, apparently. Should, not men, apparently. But women are extremely important, first of all. And these... these um, these issues that come up, these women, women are, are extremely important, and men aren't so. Well, women, first of all, you just you said women be, are extremely important. Yes, you wouldn't be here only for a woman, only for your mother getting her period. You wouldn't be here. Oh, yeah, but you see, that's not true. He, he, no, he, that's not he, true he, at he all. He could not be here without the role of the man. Yes. Pardon. 
you need the sperm and you can only get that from the man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not, I'm not on, making. Come on, you know, come I'm not on. Being, like, his uh, mother carried him. Okay, okay, right, stupid right, statement. No, no, it's not a stupid statement. Why I'm, was that a stupid statement, Anthony? Your mother carried you for nine months. Is that correct? And your mother would have had to have gotten yes. her periods in order for you to be here. Yes, you want us for to brush these topics under the rug. These these topics are part of what life is for a woman. But women I don't are, need women to see. women and there's men in the world, I, right? I so don't need case, to these, see. These conversations are catering for women, right? If they're not catering for men, then the, the man at that time can just change the channel to something that he is interested in. So I have to turn off the ads every 15 minutes in the middle of Carnation what, Street or Lambert's Ace. Why are you carrying on so Anthony, appalled by women's issues? Why are you carrying on so appalled by women's issues? Because it's just too much. I feel it's too much in my face. If you had a daughter, would you not want to be empathetic towards the hard things that she would have to go through in her life? Instead of trying to brush it under the carpet, what's the point of that? I've spoken with I've spoken with well, I remember, I'll one, tell you, I remember, I'll I remember tell you one conversation something. that I had on the air some years back with a mother of a daughter who was sitting uh, the I can't remember was it the junior search or the leaving certificate exam, and right in the middle of the exam, she had to lie down on the ground in the exam hall with period pain. There you go. And I, I bet you, if she would have heard something on the radio or something on the TV after that day. It would have made her feel at least that she's not alone. No, I just thought that we should be listening more. How and ever, men do feel burdened as well, in the sense that no one listens to men. And men, do, like there's an interesting yes. text here. Women are shut down, you say, Neil. In this country, pull the other one. I've spent 15 grand so far just to be allowed to be a single father and see my child in this country. I've spent five years in court fighting for that right. Women, women are shut down me arse. Women in this country just want everything to suit them. Now, but that, why does it have to be like a competition? Why can't it be? Maybe, maybe men's issues need to be addressed. The, the more. point that men but are making. It no, be, it's a good point. It's a good question you ask. And, and 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 men are making the point. Some of the texts are saying that men just don't complain. They just get on with it. They just yes. Yes, we do. Okay, well if we they, just if get on with it. If, if the statistics are that men are just not seeking help, then maybe men just don't want to go and get help for it. But for these women's issues that are finally coming up, that women are interested in, for a man to turn around and say, those topics don't interest me. Um, it's driving me mad having to listen to it. But... This is helping women. So how dare he try to shut women down that you're not going to get the information and I don't want to be seeing the ads about your stuff because it doesn't interest me. No, because like, it's, it's, ups- because it's upsetting my viewing of Coronation Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I just think that there needs to be help for anything that's arising in society. I'm not trying to say, like, maybe men need need help with some situations. You know, it doesn't have to be like a competition, like, between women and men. But there's there's never all these commercial breaks. But it's all about men's issues. You should just watch the BBC. Anthony, we have a lot more going on than what she do. Like... The, the women's women's products and all that men obviously don't need those products. What are we like? It'd be like us saying, "Oh, we don't want to see shaving ads." But how do you um, know what shaving, men go shaving, through? Um, That's a good point. Said, yeah, how do you me, know? Why don't women? Do why don't know? women complain? Let me finish my point. Uh, why don't women compl- my point? Yeah. We don't say, "Oh, we don't want to be looking at ads about men shaving their face." 
That's what it's almost that like saying. You're saying you don't want to look at us about women. No. Excuse me, that this is part of life. A man shaving his face is a man's different. thing. A woman buying period products is is life. It's a woman's. It's women's products. What we used to buy, you used to buy shaving foam and razors. Men have to go through me? personal issues as well. Let me bring Martin in on this. Let's hold on a second, Martin. Good morning. Hello, Need. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I look, I'm not getting tossed with anyone or in any way whatsoever. Yeah. But look, it's like a great American uh, comedian said there, opinions are like assholes, we all have one. And this is my this is my opinion. In that, my wife has gone through it for years. She had endometriosis, etc. We're with each other 50 years. Gone through terrible pain and all that. All I want to say is that when, when God made man a woman, and if he said to Adam, listen, Adam, why? You'll be having the kids now, and Eve, you can sit back and relax. The population in the world would be very, very small because <laughs> we couldn't go through the pain that women go through because what they go through in childbirth and what they go through after it, we just wouldn't put up with it. And I have the greatest respect and love for women with what they put up with. And it's not getting uh, get, trying to get uh, feathers in me cap or anything like that. But I've, I've seen it all with my wife for the best part of 50 years. As I said, that's just my opinion. Rose, Louise, what do you make of that perspective from a man? What a gentleman. Yeah. Why nice, yeah. Gentleman to say so. Do you know what? White I nice, had endometriosis. Yeah. I had endometriosis. I had a few years. I had an operation on my womb. They told me that I would never have another, another child. Anthony, and I was only 33. Anthony don't want to know. Not interested. Not his problem. These, these topics can't be off limits when this is what life is all about. These are the most important topics that human beings have to go through. And men go through so much when their women are going through this. So it's just part of life. It's oh, that's very interesting stuff. because it does impact on relationships. Oh, yeah, I'm does. glad yeah. you mentioned men go through things as well. No, yeah. no, I mean, as a consequence of it, relationships do yes. suffer. Yeah. Like this, it's actually like saying the most important topics in life, let's not go there because it might upset the likes of Anthony that just wants to watch National Geographic or. I think you'd be better off watching the BBC where there are no ad breaks. Anne, good morning. I think you should watch Sky News all day. Anne. <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Hold on there, Anne. Go ahead. Hello, you speak to me? Yes, I am indeed. Go ahead. You wanna Hi, good, yeah. mo- good morning, Neil. Sorry, Noah, and I... Um, I'm listening to your topic there this morning. I find it very interesting. And I will. I probably have to say that Anthony is probably a little bit over the top. Agreed. But I also still think he has a valid point. What's somewhat. his valid point? Talk to me about that. Well, when I say valid point, I suppose it's, it's, everybody's entitled to an opinion. But I, as a female, obviously, and I have children myself, and I've gone through childbirth, and I've done all the, all the things that the other ladies are speaking about. No, I can honestly say I've never had fortunately any problems with fertility or endometriosis or anything like that so I can't comment upon that mm-hmm. but in saying that I'm a female who has I suppose gone through menopause or are going through menopause and yes it isn't easy I will admit to that and there are days when you feel maybe like throwing yourself off a cliff or other days you know life is good but I just think the amount of advertising about it is absolutely ridiculous Right. now my opinion I don't think it's warranted all that amount of advertising 
I mean, there are. I don't think it's. You don't think it's right to have a a World Menopause Day or a World Menopause Week. Oh God, no! I, I I do, and I mean, there are people who suffer badly. I'm not, not in any way, not acknowledging that fact. But I mean, realistically, I I think I think it's spoken about too much. But I'm only saying that now. That's my opinion. I think it is. We know it's there. We know it's. We know it's out there. We know women suffer from it. That's fine. But I agree with Anthony. I even turned them off myself. I'll be honest with you. The ads for incontinent pads. Sanitary products, vegetal products, products for this, products for that. Thank you, thank you. I, yeah. I, I, as a female, Anthony doesn't, I Anthony doesn't want I, to see an advert on television for vaginal dryness I, I, as a consequence I, I, of perinatal. But maybe, maybe a woman is watching either. that ad and she says, oh my God, there is a product Fair for enough. what I have. Yes, but would one not? I mean, do I need, well, I'm only speaking for myself. If I have an issue myself, I'm not, I'm, I have a functioning brain. Surely, but God, I can say, well, obviously there's an issue. Maybe there's something I can get. Bring my doctor, go to my chemist. I don't need those adver- ad- advertisements bombarded into yeah, my Yeah, but maybe, you might, you, maybe the ad would tell you that you don't have to spend 70 euro to go to the doctor, that there's a product available in the pharmacy for a tenner. Do you know what I yes, mean? Yes, but then I, I go to my ph- Oh, I do, and I'm not, I'm not demolishing them in any way, shape or form. I just feel there's too much put on them. I mean, we're... I, I just think it's over exaggerated. What about if you the, were to follow up, but what about sorry, the amount of you. no, My you're not. I, no, maybe so. I'm interrupting you, but I'm just, I'm just no, curious. What one, about the amount of women that wouldn't know of the different side effects of menopause well, and perimenopause? And by talking, what about well, well, what about women who suffer just chronic brain fog and they think that they have early Alzheimer's? Well, okay, I can't comment upon those women because I don't know but any by, women but, in that situation. But by talking I, about it, again, you see. But women, but you see, I think women, I would think, in my opinion, men would be better off having products promoted for them on the television. Like what? Because I find men don't talk. I don't know if there were certain products that men required, but women talk. But what do we actually need? I don't know what what you need because I'm I'm not a male, so I can't comment. But I'm just saying if, if they were in that situation... We need to be told to go for a regular colonoscopy. We need to be told to get regular bloods done for prostate. We need to. We need to go. The same way that women need to go for regular colonoscopy and men do prostate and women do cervical. I know. I can agree with you. But I just think that medically, medically, we have a lot less issues going on in our lives that we need to be taking care of by comparison to women. I agree. I'm not disputing. I'm not. No, I'm not disputing that because I don't know. I mean, I I live in a house with four men. So I certainly know about medical issues. I'm surrounded by men. So I, I know, obviously, I know about the workings of a man, but, shall we say. But, but I can only but, speak but it, about a female. My no, no, opinion is, I'm not dismissing men oh, I know. because a lot of the issues with regards to health are common to men and women. I'm talking about the Agreed. exclusive issues exclusively to men. I agree there's, with you. There's not Ex- a lot exclusive. by comparison. No, there are not. There are. I would. I would agree with you there. In the grand scheme of things, women have a lot more issues, shall we say, surrounding their body that men would have. That is fair enough. Yeah. I'm not disputing that. But I just feel sometimes, not all the time, and I can't speak for every woman. Obviously, women tend to be OTT about these things, and generally they'll get a platform. And they'll run with it. I'm certainly not demolishing women by any chance, by any way, in any way, shape or form. As a female myself, I'm quite happy with myself and I'm rather fond of myself. But that's not to say 
that I need to see these advertisements. I won't say 24-7 okay. because that's a complete exaggeration. That covers the adverse. On a regular So should, we, regular be, should we be even talking about it now, in your opinion? I think the world, you, you have a platform, Neil, and I think we're all entitled to speak about anything. And I think if you have to, if you have to sanction, I suppose, what we discuss, then that's not the country that I want to live in. I think anybody has a right to talk about anything and everything should be spoken about. Of course, freedom of speech. We're in a democracy. Okay. I just think that the over-talking about certain things becomes, it gives it a platform that it's not but warranted. there was a time when women, that women didn't get to talk about anything. Uh, like, there was well, a time. I, I remember my, my mother spent all day, 24-7, in the home a lot of the time on her own with small children. My father went out to work. Men went out to work. Women were trapped Neil, in I the agree. home. I agree with you, Neil, because my, I, I probably may be slightly younger than you, but I won't be saying I'll be in that same generation. My mother did the same. She raised a family and she was in the home. My father went out to work. So, yes, I agree with you. But, no, in saying that, obviously my mother went through the menopause. I presume she did. I have no recollection of it. I bet she, she never spoke to her that. friends about it. Nobody just, even discussed just, it. I, I don't know, you see, because I never asked her that question because she never, again, maybe I was ignorant to the fact that they my suffer. mother was suffering. Was she suffering in yeah, silence? And they or su- was well, she they were suffering in silence. They were. But, or, was she, or was she perfectly happy with, or maybe she didn't. I, I have a core group. But I, they I must have been lonely. About. They must have felt lonely and isolated and oh, undervalued. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think my mother ever undervalued herself. I mean, she chose to be at home. She had a large family that she reared. She went out, she went out and about. She had her own friends. She drove. My mother drove and nobody drove and she had her own car. I don't know. Maybe she was hysterical every day when I was out at work. Yeah. I don't know. But she never gave me that impression, Neil. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. No, obviously, she had off days. Of course she did. But, I mean, my mother played golf. I don't remember my mother at home at the table. Again, I was out at work, so maybe she put on a, a picture. She painted a different picture for me. But I wouldn't say she was lonely at home. I suppose she had off days. I mean, we're all lonely at some point. We're not going to get up every morning and be chipper. No, but, I, I mean, she I, didn't I, give... I don't, she didn't give me the impression that she, had, that she was suffering with menopause. As I said, she might have been cripplingly suffering from it. As, a, as her daughter, as a female, I didn't see it. Maybe I didn't want okay. to see it. Maybe I was too busy with my own life. But all I'm saying is I didn't see it. I have a group of friends that I'm very friendly with and we discuss most things. Obviously, there are things you don't. Now, we've all discussed menopause. I would say of the group, I'm probably the only person who'd be the biggest moan. They seem to be fine. And I don't think we're all lying to each other because we'd have no reason to. All I'm saying is women go through menopause. I acknowledge it. I'm not in any way minimising it. Some people sail through it. Other people have horrific times, which must be dreadful for them. I'm probably somewhere in between. All I'm saying is, yes, we have to talk about things. We certainly do. Because if you don't talk, we'd never get anything done. Everything needs to be talked about. I just think the platform surrounding it it's too much at the moment. And I think then you start to imagine, which maybe I'm talking through my hat, people then start to imagine symptoms. No, you're not and suggesting that women are imagining it, surely, but God. No, I'm saying people can imagine or convince themselves that they have a symptom, that you, go up, that you, you hear people talking about brain fog. 
I will admit I would. I go upstairs sometimes and I'd say to myself, God Almighty, what should I come upstairs for? Yeah. But that's not to say that like you could go upstairs. My husband could equally go upstairs and come down and say, what should I go upstairs for there two seconds ago? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying everything exactly. isn't brain. Everything isn't down to menopause. I mean, we do have off days. You might have a day that you were bloated or fed up or depressed or whatever. I know a lot of it is down to menopause. I'm not saying it isn't. But you can, what I'm saying is you can create, you can make the, 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 the symptoms of menopause suit you too if you, ha- if you, if you, if you want to. Sometimes uh, but that's, kind of, that's somewhat about. disrespectful now to women who go through chronic I, side effects. Well, uh, yes, I'm, uh, but yes, it, no, if you're going through chronic side effects, my God, you are. And that's not to be disputed or, or laughed at or shunned at or, or kind well, of why minimized. Would, why wouldn't a woman who hasn't got a medical card be allowed HRT every month? <laughs> Like, why, well, aren't women, no. why aren't women ra- raging about that? Well, I don't, well, that's not an issue that I have, fortunately. But I would imagine if I was in that position... No I medical card you go without. Which is wrong, in my opinion. But it's the same thing. But sure, it, it, that's, that's, that's the problem with it. But everything. some might say that if it were men, if, so, if it were men, this wouldn't be tolerated. I don't. Again, okay. I All do right. not know because okay. I'm I'm not a man, All and right. I'm and women, as you know, women talk. Women women will probably discuss. More women will come on a talk show. More women are on a radio show. More women speak out. I mean, you debating teams in schools. There's nearly all women. Women. That, that's what women do. That's what we do. We discuss things. In I fact, in fact, John and Brownie says, "What about men? We suffer in silence most of the time, while women scream from the rooftops about everything. Women, women, exactly. women, women." He says, "That's a text." Well, uh, there's, there's I a don't know. I, I, as I say, Neil, I live in a house with four men, so like, I, I, they do moan, but they probably don't moan to the same extent. But you see, men, men, I, in, invariably are different. I do agree. Men. I know if you have a group of women and they go out and they're discussing a pain in their toe, a pain in their ear, I've this wrong and I'm not speaking to my husband or my son was mean to me or my daughter, this, that, and the other. Women chat about everything. Most women I, uh, that I so know So do you are, think then that men do, just suffer see, in silence then? Uh, I I don't I can only comment on my own I suppose men in my life they probably well they, they certainly wouldn't be talking to me about a lot of things obviously being being men if you if you know what I mean I know they're my sons and I'm their mother they probably speak to I would like to think they speak to friends I would like to think they do I would I would like to think they do and I would often check in every you know ask them how things are going. I would like to think they cho- that they speak to their friends right. at this stage that they that they have learned enough that that you okay. that you have to speak out that okay. silence doesn't get you anywhere. I okay. would hope they do, Neil. Is right. all I can say. Thanks I for would all check that. in with them, and that's all I can say. All right, I'm not you've answered no fair play. Women. You've answered everything I've asked. Appreciate it. You also had an opportunity to give your own point of view. I need to clean up some phone lines, lads. So uh, come back after the break. Do get involved though. Text oh eight six eight one zero four one zero six. Talk to Neil Prenderville now. Oh eight one eight one zero four one zero six. Corks Red FM. Yes, just another topic I mentioned earlier on this morning. There will be a bill passed that will make it a, I guess it will be a crime uh, to stand or to protest within 100 metres of a hospital or a clinic that provides uh, termination and abortion services. A couple of textures on that. Each of the protesters who protest should adopt or foster a disabled or terminally ill child before ever being allowed to protest. Uh, somebody says to me, are you having some kind of a joke or what? So the government wants to ban silent protests against murdering innocent babies 
while at the same time I'd have to walk through my city while there's a big LGBT march going on. Where are my rights as a Christian? Do you know what they're teaching young children in primary school? Yet no one is shouting about this. The day you'll say one group has to be silent is the day you have lost democracy. Well, the point I was making earlier on of the article in front of me is that the uh, protesters, protesters can be very much in your face and they are verbally abusive to women going in and also apparently to medical staff. Anyway, text 0868104106 on that one. Sarah, good morning. Hi, Neil. How are you? Uh, you have sent a very long text and part of it dealt with an issue that Anthony brought up where he said that his mate's wife or someone said that his mate's wife should have been thrown into a ward and locked up because she was pinky punky. Yeah. Um, I just can't even believe that he, he said that on air, Neil, and I'm not about nastiness or getting personal with anybody, but like, I mean, I was listening there for a while and <clears throat> I'm a mother myself to three boys. I've all boys. Um, now they're very young, they're four and under, but I would hope that when they become of age and they're old enough to go out the world themselves and get girlfriends and go working in mixed um, workplaces and things like that, that they will have huge respect for women. I will make it my business to teach them about women's health as they're growing up, along with men's health. And of course, if men want to speak about prostate health and colonoscopies and all these things, they should be shouting it from the rooftops. They should be making a point of going out and saying, why aren't we getting enough adverts on TV? But don't attack women because we have ads for always. And actually, I don't think there's enough ads on TV about the menopause. I, I, I actually can't think of one that I've seen. I see plenty for maybe always and sanitary products. But I, I can't really actually think in my head too many ads for menopause. But even if there was, it wouldn't bother me. Like, this thing about changing the channel every 15 minutes because he's seeing these ads. Does he change them when there's a Heineken ad? When there's a Paddy Power ad? Hair for men? Like, do, does that annoy him so much that people are speaking about issues that affect them? Just one I point know, on that, actually, and this could be lighthearted. I don't know. What about the ad on television for men constantly going on about Viagra? Viagra? Your man in the ad is dancing around the, around the house because he's so happy to be back in the saddle. But you know what? Power to him. That wouldn't bother me in the slightest. Like, I mean, if they want to put ads on TV for Viagra to help men, then fair enough. I mean, that's their business. But it wouldn't how bother me. Is that ad on? Which one? The, which one? The one of your man back in the, the Viagra. How often is that on? Don't know. You're asking the yes, wrong guy here now. I, I ask have to. Me no. I have to make I have to make a confession TV. here. I fast forward through the television ads. I work. I watch very little live TV. I bet a lot of people. Well, like Neil, if you watch live TV. If you're looking at the commercials during a commercial break, during any show, uh, I think it's 90% female issues and uh, you might get 10% well, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. an ad for Viagra. I don't have the stats. Like I'll tell you that. one thing, you're lucky you're not living in America because every single ad break is chock full of ads for all sorts of different medicines and potions and tablets and pills. The advertising in America would convince you you have things that you never had. So it's a lot worse there. You're well, not, you're, you're, yeah, do we want to go down that road? Well, anyway, back to back to Sarah because it was a quite a lengthy text. You did you did say though about the this buddy whose whose wife should have been locked up in a ward because she was pinky ponky though. I mean that's disgraceful. Like that's straight away. Even to use that kind of language, pinky ponky in the, in in two thousand and twenty two, it's actually outrageous, Neil. Like there's so many people here. I say listening today on the radio, women and men suffering with all different issues, 
in regards to mental health and physical health and illnesses, you know what I mean, who are so grateful to be alive today. But why why refer to someone as Pinky Punky, lock them up and throw away the key? Like there's so, And you know another thing that I have an issue with? Women were locked up years ago in asylums and in psychiatric buildings. Not, not every man, because the men that I have in my life, fathers, grandfathers, partners, ex-partners, my boys, everyone that I know, I can't speak on, like, all I can say for them is they have the height of respect for women. But and for the record, I didn't say it. A friend of mine said it. I, I yeah, didn't but say Anthony, it. Yeah, but Anthony, you actually repeated it. I, I would have so much respect for a woman that I... Yes, but I didn't I, say it. But why repeat it on air? If someone said that about a woman, to call her Pinky Punky and throw her in the wall, I wouldn't even repeat that. I'd say, listen, I'm not going to say that to nobody. That's a disgrace. It's what you just said. I'd back up for a woman if someone's that. I certainly wouldn't go around repeating it's it. It's not what I just said. It was a, a friend of okay. mine said. Okay, you said about his wife. Okay. Women like that. I can tell you that much. But let me just say, I have heard men say to me over the years on nights out or, you know, to my friends, Oh, it's your time of the month, is it? You're cranky. And it's such an off-the-cuff remark. And men still say it to this day. They have no idea. They just think, oh, you know, time of the month, she's cranky. Or, she, you know, she's... It's quite an ignorant thing to say, actually. And men shouldn't say it. Quite, quite, Neil, you're dead right. Quite an ignorant thing. And that gentleman that was on well ago, um, I don't know, I can't think of his name now, but my when I was listening to him, Martin, when I was listening to him, all I could think is, they don't make him like him much anymore, like salt of the earth to come on and, you know... Praise the woman, and I do believe, if I believe quality to 100%, but I also believe, give us a little bit of credit, because, Anthony, you're talking on the radio today because a woman carried you and her body, gave birth to you, and that's why you're here today, alive and breathing and talking on the radio. A woman brought you into this world. Now, I'm not saying we're better than... But he might, say, he might say it's not his fault that he's not a woman, you know? So, therefore, he, he, I mean, he, he, he doesn't I, have to listen to women's issues or listen, listen to women's gynecological but, problems 24-7. And and is, is that lady saying PMT Sarah. doesn't exist? Sarah, sorry, Sarah. But are you saying? Are you telling me? Are you saying to me that PMT doesn't exist? Where'd you get that from? Of course not. Where, you, where are you getting that from, Anthony? I never said that. I've never, I've never said that since I came on the radio or in my text. No, what well, you were saying about. What I was saying about my friend saying that women grow pinky punky. You should stop when they that hit the menopause. But PMT does exist, and women do go cranky and do yeah, go different. Man, yes, but a man can't every say that month, to a woman. A every man month of the year. Yeah, but a man can't say to the woman. before the menopause. Okay. okay. Do you, do you ever have a bad day, Anthony? Do you ever get up out of the bed and think, I say today, it's a bad day if you actually, but do you ever get up out of the bed and think, Christ, I'm a bit cranky today? Well, do you know what? Women might have to go through that once a month for the rest of their life. Until then, they hit the menopause and they have another reason to have something going on. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, you've just right. acknowledged what I was okay. saying. Do you, have, yeah. you, have you ever said, I'm going to get some more calls on this, have you ever said to a man, you can't talk to me like that when they say, ah, it's your time of the month? I'd have no problem. There's people who know me know, like, I, I'm probably a bit outspoken, but I'd have no problem on pulling someone like that, especially if a man was talking to me like that. There'd be no man speaks to me like that. I mean, 100%, like, treat a woman with respect. Same way. All right, OK, I'm going to just take another call. Sorry, sir, I think I cut you off. I didn't mean to inadvertently. Just a fast one. Norma, you've one question, do you? I do, Neil, uh, practically. Um, basically, my question is, have you or do you live with somebody that has actually gone through the menopause 
I was going through the menopause. As in, has that, he any personal experience of it? Has he any personal experience? That's that's my main question. Okay. Yeah. Now, there's a few more I have for him, but I'd love to know. Because unless he has, he has absolutely no right to comment. He has no, no, but men do have a right to comment. Can, in fact, what I'm he, just going to say is he can have his opinions, but unless you're living with somebody going through it, you have... No clue. You, you you don't have an idea. I have a fantastic partner. I have fantastic children. They see me go through what I go through. It You completely change. So the person that you are before this is... It's, you're just vanishing in front of your own eyes. Okay, can I just, can I just ask you about... Can I ask you about that? For, you can answer yes or no. Hot flushes yeah. and night sweats, for instance. They're absolutely... They're horrendous. Okay. I mean... Your whole body changes, your lack of sleep, you're lethargic, okay. which then, you know, affects your mood. Okay, so you got the you hot flushes, night flex, the sleeping problems, brain fog, and, poor concentration. And so many other things, Neil. Mood change, low energy. You look at yourself in the mirror and you just, you just, you're changing in front of your own eyes. And you're trying to explain as best you can. But we're, aren't we all changing family. when we look in the mirror? I mean, if I look in well, the mirror it's, now, it's, I'm not the person I was 20 years, what? Right. Absolutely. Physical change is one thing. Okay. Change from hormonal changes. You're changing from the inside out. You look at yourself and you say, I'm definitely not the girl I was. You're going through this. You're trying to be as normal as you can for your family and friends. You're trying to be normal and work. And it's, it's very hard to be the person you were. Still trying to keep up the potential. You know, still trying to keep going. No, Anthony can have his opinions, but unless he has first-hand okay. experience of... Yes, I do, actually. I tell can me. tell you, yes, 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 I do have first-hand experience. Yes. And? What did you have? My first wife you? that I divorced, if you want to know, if you want to well, know the well, details. I, I not necessarily. I don't know anything that you're not comfortable with or that she mightn't be comfortable with. So, um, well, well I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the details. Because... Basically, I divorced my wife. Right, no, Anthony, no, no, I'm not, not going to do that. I'm not going to go into the relationship. All right, 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 right. That's my question. Okay, well, he, he answered it. He said yes. Okay, yeah. guys. Okay, it's thank you so much. Thank you, Norma. Thank you, Sarah. Text 0868104106. Back after the break. This is the Neil Prenderville Show. Text and WhatsApp 086-8104-106. Cork's Red FM. I think men do talk a lot more. I, I mean, there's an example this morning. You know Matthew Perry who played Chandler in the in the sitcom Friends. I know he's got a book out, so he wants to sell the book, obviously. But he's talking about the fact that in the years of his abuse of all sorts of different drugs and tablets and, and alcohol, that his, that his stomach and his colon actually burst. He was given a 2% chance of surviving and was put at one stage... Uh, on uh, life-saving machines, he says. And uh, this machine, it's the Hail Mary machine, apparently. He was put on eventually. Uh, and nobody comes off the Hail Mary machine alive. But apparently he did, he was saying. He says nearly died from the drugs, but it was his fellow cast members and those in the in the series, friends, that were there for him and got it through uh, very, very dark periods. Very dark periods, only up until about 10 months ago. He seems to be turning his life around big time now. So quick call this side of, uh, this side of uh, 10 o'clock. Sean, good morning. Morning, Neil. How are you? Good, my man. I got about three minutes. So, um, what's on your mind? You live in a house full of women where even the pets are female, is it? 
I know, yeah, I'm outnumbered. Outnumbered <laughs> six to one. <laughs> Go ahead. No, but no, I was just saying that. Uh, that uh, it's not a great uh, phone line, Sean, so maybe we could try and clean that up a bit. Yeah, sorry about that. You're gone, man. I'm going to come back to you after 10 o'clock if I can. Um, uh, apparently, the point he was making was that as a male, he gets strange looks when he goes out to purchase women's sanitary products. I'd love to know what kind of strange looks he gets and why. Interestingly, just two, just two quick texts on that. I'm a widowed father of two girls going through puberty. Those adverts are essential on television for some women and some young girls. It might be the only information that some of them get, and it's important that it's there for them to see. I'm very disappointed by Anthony's negative views, certainly with regards to advertising. Meanwhile, as a, as a maybe a contrary point of view to that one, there is an ad playing now advertising a product specifically aimed at shaving the lady garden. Won't say any more than that. He describes it as the lady garden. I squirm when my teenage kids are in the room when the advert is playing. And that is from a man and a dad. Text 0868104106. I might get about maybe 90 seconds at this stage if the line's any better. Uh, you're saying, Sean, that when you buy sanitary products, you get strange looks. Yeah, like, you know, no, I'm no hero, right? I don't go down every month for all the girls and get them, you know, but the odd time, you know, where the wife or one of the daughters asks me, you know, yeah. I have no problem going down. My biggest fear is getting the wrong ones. <laughs> Because I'm not up on these, you know, because there's, there's different, like, it looks like a teardrop mark, you know, so light, medium, heavy, you yeah, know, yeah. on one. Yeah. Then there's other marks on other brands, you know, and it's like, for a male, it's extremely confusing. Uh, there are shelves like, of them. There are loads of different products. But it's amazing that, yeah. they, that you have the relationship where they would ask you to buy them. Well, why wouldn't I? I'm the father. You used to be that way, you see. Yeah, well, you know... Some of us are a little bit more modern than others. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. No, yeah. no but yeah, I found, right, I found the hardest part. It wasn't going in, right, you know, and looking at it. And I, and I have been, I remember the first few times I went down and there'd be some woman, like, sort of side looking me, you know, wondering what the hell's he doing. And I would, I'm, I would have, I'd say, listen, I'm really sorry, but I'm being, I'm being sent down for the doors. I've got a vague description. Of these Would these fit, you know, blah, blah, give, you know, <laughs> a little bit of detail and you know what women were really helpful right okay right they didn't kind of look at you and said weirdo not completely but most of them say weirdo anyhow (laughs) (laughs) but they helped you to pick the right one though in fairness certain women uh, at times have helped me other ones have just looked at me in that aisle you know because it is the women's aisle and turned around and thought I'm not talking to him there's something wrong with him none of them have said none of them have said you're not supposed to be in this aisle no (laughs) no not yet that usually happens in the underwear section (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't send you out for underwear, do they? <laughs> no, thank God. No, no. Like, I swear to God, I have got more material in some in my hankies than, than some of the girls wear on the on the themselves. Now I okay. won't say too much in a family show. You know, okay. All right, my man. Mind yourself. Take care. Back after eleven. Text zero eight six eight one zero four one zero six. I'm Lana O'Connor. Red FM News is first for local, national and international news. And you can stay up to date by tuning into our hourly news bulletins or by clicking on redfm.ie. Red FM's Shocktober. With Wilton Shopping Centre. All right, what fun we had yesterday morning. The clue was you'd be an idiot not to head west to find a castle. 
but be careful. If not handled correctly, this message could self-destruct. So that was your Shocktober cue to find the wealthy witch yesterday morning. Some thought it was McCroom, right? But Anita from Knocknaheeny was convinced it was Ballancolig. And they figured herself and her husband and son figured that self-destruct was a reference to the gunpowder mills. They also remembered that the shopping centre is called Castle West. So fair play to them. But were they right? We were walking around and I was kind of like embarrassed to ask like, you know, are you the wealthy witch? Like, but I was like, for 850 euros, I didn't give a care. Talk it down. <laughs> so anyway, the two of us were like two maniacs running around the whole of Ballincollig and then the two of us, we went separate ways <laughs> and I got the new, <laughs> I got the new photograph on Instagram. I had my whole family ringing me. My sister Chanel was ringing me. There's a new one up quick. She's outside here. We were running like two maniacs down the street <laughs> and we actually met two or three people outside the shopping centre looking for her and then there was just this girl sitting down and I was like you know what no I'm just going to ask her and she pulled the envelope out and I was like Finding the Witch won Anita 850 euro yesterday morning there's a huge called on a cash today. It's 1,700 euro if you find the wealthy witch. Now, if you missed the announcement in the witching hour on breakfast this morning, then all you got to do is stay listening right across the day because you'll hear the clues at some stage and the witching hour could happen at any time. It's Red FM's Shocktober with Wilton Shopping Centre, so it is. The witching hour could happen at any time. <laughs> stay listening to win with Red FM's October 1700 euro cash cauldron of cash lots of texts this morning uh, some men are uh, continuing to text in saying boring switching off don't want to listen to anything to do with menopause or women's health just one point about men's health that you mentioned this morning um, on blood tests my own GP told me last February that a simple blood test as you stated earlier is not 100% accurate to pick up changes to your prostate. You might need to get a GP on to clarify or do some GPs differ? Okay, I will do that. Uh, I vaguely remember having a conversation like that because I get regular prostate checks and uh, I have no shame in saying that I'm going to be booking in another colonoscopy in another few weeks' time. Uh, But I do believe that my GP at one stage did say, well, if you want to be 100% totally, um, you know, bells and whistles, then it's finger up the bum. Uh, But I will come back to it and I will clarify with a GP, but there is a blood test that you can get done at your GP that will pick up a lot of different medical issues just from the blood test alone. So I, again, would be encouraging men to look after their own health health and, uh, you know, get regular checkups. Uh, What about condom ads? Rubber johnnies. I'm a man and those ads make me want to curl up in a corner, sucking my thumb with the bucket over my head, says Noel. Some reason I can't get the picture of you in my head, out of my head, of you in a corner with a bucket on your head, sucking your thumb. A uh, lot of other texts on this. Thanks so much for talking about menopause. So great to hear a male ally talking, asking questions and trying to be knowledgeable. I haven't heard the whole show, so you may already have talked about this, but it would be great to hear more about the cognitive and psychological effects, as these are what many people are even less aware of. I haven't had a hot flush at all so far, and hopefully none will come, but I have experienced incredible anxiety, inability to concentrate, brain fog, overwhelming feelings, terrible fatigue, and in capital letters, rage. 
I didn't realize this was related to my hormones and genuinely thought I was losing my mind. I found it terrifying, says Nicole. Anthony would be better off sitting down with a cup of tea and watching loose women. I'm embarrassed, not just for him, but for all men like him. He's going on about all the ads being for women's issues and nothing for men. That's because all of the things women actually go through. I, this is a text from a man, incidentally. I watched my wife miscarry on a couple of occasions. She had to get a DNC. And some occasions I had to stand by helplessly and watch the pain and suffering she had to go through It left me devastated. As men, we say a woman never forgets, especially an argument. But that is true. A woman never forgets things that we do. They never forget the baby that they have lost from their womb. Where a man might say she had a miscarriage. To a woman, she lost a baby. My wife is now going through menopause and I see the mood changes, the quick changes of emotion and not knowing why. And then she will beat herself up afterwards over it. I know my wife. I know that the way she is at the moment is not really her. And the best thing I can do and the only thing I can do for her is to understand what's happening and educate myself as much as possible on it. Instead of going to the pub and she and say she's effing nuts and that it's all her fault. God, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know. As men, as husbands, we should try harder. The woman you married and the love is always still there. Uh, that's lovely text from a man. Um, I'm a woman and I agree with Anthony regarding the constant ads on television for women's products. I don't want to see them. Everything doesn't need to be so explicit for men and children to see as well. For heaven's sake, do we really need to see this? TV is meant for entertainment. Anthony is dead right. Can't come on, but I do support him. I'm at work. That's interesting, really, because they're all bodily functions. And should we be ashamed and embarrassed of various bodily functions and the things that our bodies do, whether it's monthly or whether it's going through menopause. It's all perfectly natural. It might be painful and horrific, but it's all part of the cycle. So I don't know why you say does it need to be so explicit. Uh, tell that lady be quiet. Uh, I just got on with it and shut up about it. I hope Anthony doesn't get offended as to what's so wrong for him to say. Um, I really like to hear him on the radio and his opinion. I have grandkids too. Always listening, says Marie. Uh, But what you are saying to the likes of Louise and others earlier on is to shut up and get on with it just like you did. Uh, Why such nasty people? I think you're picking Anthony up wrong. He's not saying don't treat menopause. It's the 24-7 advertising on television that is his problem. Doctors in the HSE should be on this, not commercial advertising. Well, you know what advertising is for is to sell products at the end of the day. I'm going through a rough time with menopause at this time. This topic is almost like a trend, isn't it? Yes, it is positive to have information, but there's a time and a place for it. Davina McCall must be on commission for the pharma companies regarding HRT. For me, my doctor, who's the specialist in this, is the right place to discuss this. We all suffer differently. differently. So quite an amount of support for Anthony. In fact, somebody says he's like a pigeon amongst the cats. Uh, another person says, good man, Anthony. Fair play. Speak your mind. Uh, keep those texts coming. Text 0868104106. And I'll stay with this for a little while longer. Katie, good morning. Morning. Thank you so much for holding. What's your own situation? So um, I'm in my 30s. And early in my 30s, I started to suffer with incontinence due to the trauma. 
and a trauma, was, you say? Yeah, okay. and there was very little information or education on it for somebody of my age. I approached it with my doctor. They were at a loss. They sent me for um, urology appointments, and it was basically there was nothing they could really do for my age, and I was on waiting lists to go see urologists, and I'm still currently waiting. And I was left with this uh, daily and nightly incontinence where I just ended up keeping myself in home, away from people, away from being on public transport, yeah. to uh, away from public toilets. Um, so that... Uh, we won't, we won't. We don't need to go into the graphic details. People can understand why you would say you would stay away from things, places, yeah. and, and things like that. Yeah. 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 So um, it was just that. I suppose at the end of the day, for the adverts started on TV, and they became more, I suppose, informative, and uh, it, it it started me on conversation with my friends and family that they were able to see these products being advertised on TV. Then they saw these products in my home and then they were able to approach the conversation with me and I was able to then explain to them what was going on with me. And then... Was this in your family home? Yes, yeah. Very nice, yeah. yeah. And so then it was... um, And then most of my friends obviously were able to put two and two together and they realised what I was going through. So then they were able to make allowances that if I was staying over in their home that I'd have to bring an extra bag and things like that. And it wasn't such a big deal for me. So as I got into my mid to late 30s, still dealing with it, people understood what I was going through. Right, right. And it was all because of these TV ads. So the adverts helped you in that regard that that you said that it was actually, this is quite normal for a lot of people. I'm not alone here and there's things I can do to help. Yeah, exactly. And because they were able to recognise the products that were being advertised and then they were able to recognise these products within my home, then they were able to put two... And was that a big move for you? Was that a big move for you, allowing the products, the incontinence pads, to be seen at home? Yeah, it was. I had to make a conscious decision to be like, right, I'm going to leave these out and these didn't be shown. And I, I did it one day when I knew that I was going to have a couple of friends over that they were going to be over and using the bathroom. Yeah. So I left them out and I kind of, I knew that they had seen them and they obviously had a con- conversation amongst themselves and then they approached it with me. Did they actually come and support. say it? Did they say, they brought it up, did they? Yeah, they brought it up and discussed it with me and said like, what can we do? Like, how can we get you out of this situation? How can we help? Got some good friends there that were happy to open up and chat and see if they could be of assistance to you, didn't? Don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have fantastic friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and this is all down to an advert that you see, and you know, advertising can be quite targeted as well. You know, um, somebody was suggesting that you know, say for Anthony who watches like the likes of the soap operas and things like that, advertising is very much targeted in particular ad breaks depending on the program. Um, and a texter puts this very well when they say, what does Anthony suggest happens? That every ad on television, you should know, is based on a target market. The majority of people watching soaps are female. So the majority of ads on this time will be targeted towards female. Every advert has a target market. Should I complain about it if I'm not part of the target market? Honestly, a 30-second advert can't be such an inconvenience to someone. Uh, and this is coming from a male's perspective. It's very true because in your case, that advert helped to improve your life. 
Exactly, it did. And like I had lost about four years of my life due to it because I didn't have anybody to speak to and I, I couldn't um I just get on with my life outside of the home. It's curious so, that the GP didn't recommend pads to you, isn't it? Um, they were they were hoping that like with pelvic floor muscles things like that that I'd be able to strengthen it, but yeah. unfortunately I didn't. Yeah. And they pointed me in the direction of the community health nurse, but the pads that they had were for elderly. Yeah. And they're quite bulky, yeah. and yeah. they wouldn't have been suitable for someone of my age. So then when these ads came on, I saw oh there's newer, more fashionable or discreet products. Yeah. Exactly discreet. Yeah products out there for my age group and then I was able to purchase them and then as I said also then they were kind of used as um, a nation that I could leave out and start and open in the conversation well with said, family well and friends said. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in Appreciate it Katie. Take care no, no problem. Tessa good morning Good morning. The more I listen the angrier I get. Why is that? Because men don't suffer in silence Ever. I feel like every woman that's ever known a man knows men don't suffer in silence. <clears throat> it's basically, society is male-dominated. Everything is catered towards men, to white men specifically. They don't need to suffer in silence. It's catered for them. It's not catered towards women, LGBTQIA plus people, minorities, religious minorities. They need to shout to be heard. People, so people, of, people of color, so therefore... Yes. Not non-white dominate, while other colours are the dominated. Yes, everything that is not white is dominated in this society, worldwide. So everyone that is not male and white needs to shout about it to be heard and not suffer in silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, incidentally, I, I have, I'm, I'm white male and, and I have absolutely no issue in the world. And I've, I've been leading this conversation since mid-morning yesterday about but uh, women's bodies and issues that go on in their bodies. So why why would you generalize and throw men who are very supportive of women under a bus like that? That's a shame. That's a pity. I'll come back to her see if I can clean that line up. That was an interesting, but I think it was a fair question to ask. Sometimes when you generalize against all things or all people, um, you don't do um, you don't do yourself credit. But that's just my own thought. And Tony, good morning. Hello, Niall. I oh. hope you're keeping well. Nice to hear you back. And you too, my friend. Uh, What's on your mind? Uh, How yeah. are you doing? I you've been you through. Is, you've been through cancer treatment, I believe. Have you? Well, I have, yeah. And uh, I'm returning. Please God, like Good. in the last uh, five, five years or more now. But when I heard that gentleman there, when I go like that, uh, that chap is not on the right track at all. Well, he's not that lady about it, or any woman for that matter. He's saying that men because don't, want, men don't want to hear women constantly going on no. about all their own health issues, he says. No, they're wrong. They're wrong because women are fantastic. I tell you now, they are fantastic. I lost a good wife myself, a young woman there like eight years ago. Oh. Like that. But I, I had it myself, and I, I'm talking about about these hot flushes, maybe one in 10, maybe one in 20 of men would get the hot flushes. And by Jesus, by those fellas outside there, they wouldn't even want to get a couple of nights of it. Might just say like have seven weeks and quite possibly then they can come on you again after so many months again for another while for this time for, for, for to wear out. It's something... Have you been through that? Yes, I've been through that. I've been through it for, for seven weeks. Like, like I said, like they'll tell you, maybe out of one to 20 would get it when they get the treatment. Men, is, the, is that as a consequence of chemotherapy, is it? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And we have a like that late, but I tell you something. So part of your effects of the treatment resulted in, say, hot flushes, and you're saying, could you imagine oh, that man. year in, year out? Yeah, and what women go through. Christ, fellas, having an idea outside. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, ball hopper myself, but Jesus, I tell you something, boy. They having an idea what a woman would go through. And I tell you, my friend, that's all I have to say about it. Please, God, I think that I'll be wrong for another while, and, and I hope you're all I right. I hope and so, I mean too. All right, fair, fair play. I'll be thinking, I'll be thinking right. of you. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be thinking of you. I'm going to a funeral later on today, and I will light a candle yeah. for you. All right, mind yourself. Well, take care, much, Tony. my friend. I mean that sincerely. Right. Take care of yourself. Else, mind no yourself. Mind yourself. Make a 100 percent recovery, please, will you? Catherine, good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Good. Uh, your thoughts, please. Um, so I think um, there needs to be more education. Uh, you know, it needs to be more public, um, and I have no problem, obviously, with with. Um, advertisements and like that last lady Katie said, you know um, how wonderful it was for her to be to have that exposure in in the sense that her friends were able to recognise products. I mean that's very basic. I mean, it's it's kind of sad in a way that it would take a thirty second television advert to let Katie know that there were discreet incontinent pads that she could wear. And never be told yeah. that by a doctor or HSE um, appointments or anything like that. And they yeah. give her they give her incontinence pads for very elderly people. Um, and we we all know what they're like. They're big and they're bulky and they're they're not very feminine. Yeah, you know. And and I think the the it's it's not just the public that needs more education and awareness around not not just even these products, but about menopause and all the symptoms and. And the issues that that it causes. I suppose um, some men would say, "Yeah, we have menopause again now, and after that, then we'll have, you know, we'll have breast awareness day, and we'll have this day and that day." And they just say, "Oh Jesus, yeah. I just paid from all of this," you know. Yeah, and and I mean, I suppose we have the option to turn off the TV and turn off the radio if we don't want to be um, listening to too much. But I suppose with with everything that has been brushed under the carpet. Everything, you know, in, in all areas, on all subjects, if something has been brushed under the carpet for years or hidden or deemed shameful, then when it starts to come out of from the carpet, then it can be feel like it's in your face for a bit, mm. you know, and, it's, and especially if you have feelings within you that that make you really uncomfortable. So for, like, say for poor Anthony that was on the radio this morning, he obviously is very uncomfortable with these products being advertised and he's sitting down to have his dinner, he can turn off the telly. You know, he can turn off. If, 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 if his dinner is at that time where these ads are, you know, um, marketed, you know, for the particular audience, then, you know, he can turn off. If, if he's finding that too difficult. Well, Texter you know, says, I hope that Anthony, given out about incontinence pads advertising, never gets to a later stage in life when he needs to wear one. Yes, and, and, and I mean, I, I hope that for everybody, you know. Yeah. Um, but the case is, it, 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 it's not. It's not for everybody. So, so my my story is that I'm I'm at the age where I'm perimenopause and I have some symptoms, and I have had you know years of ongoing um, appointments in CUMH for gynecology to do with other issues, not perimenopause. So, in my recent appointments um, earlier this year, I mentioned perimenopause the gynecologist that, that was assigned to me. Just move around thing. a tiny bit, Catherine, so I can clear up that phone line, see if it's on yeah, your side. Yeah, so can, can you hear me okay? It's just a little muffle. Try again. Just move yeah. around. Yeah. Try so, it now. So, yeah, okay. Okay, so you're in with the gynecologist, yeah? 
Yeah, and I, I mentioned perimenopause because I had been starting to have symptoms and um, she told me that there was no such thing as perimenopause, that it was a made-up word. So I wanted to know if I could be tested to see if I'm starting menopause because I know that it's not... Is it a made-up word? Is it not a condition, no? Um, well, of course, I went straight on the internet and talked to my friends afterwards and I said, what? <laughs> um, because I, I was in real shock when she said that to me. Um, and and I know that, that you know, um, menopause is when your periods stop medically. Technically, that's that's the term. But that, that time period can last for months or years for a woman. So, so you can be ongoing and, and during that period of time can be um, very difficult. There can be lots of troubles and symptoms. Um, so her, I think our information was wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, a lot of the time when I check or, you know, Google, as you do, I go to the Mayo Clinic because they, yes, for many people, yeah. would be the go-to place online to check everything yes. and anything you need checking. You know, the whole Dr. Google thing could be dangerous, but they're supposedly very reliable. I just checked yeah. it there now, and the Mayo Clinic said women start perimenopause at different stages. Perimenopause uh, means around menopause and refers to the time during which your body makes the natural transition to menopause. So I don't know... And of course, it's to do with the levels of estrogen and what have you. So I don't actually know what your gynecologist is saying. The Mayo Clinic says there is a condition, many, and it is perimenopause. It does exist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose for me, I lost faith in um, in the gynecologist. Uh, you know that day, um, it was my last appointment. I was being discharged, which I was really uh, grateful for because I've been going for over twenty years. Um, so overall, uh, you know, it's good news for me to be discharged, but really disheartening. Um, that the medical profession would tell you it's a made-up word. That this is, and, and that there is no test that they can do for me. Now, speaking to my GP, um, I, I know, you know, it did explain that a blood test can be difficult because your hormones can fluctuate from week to week, from month to month. So, you know, it's not very accurate what your, but... We, you know, mm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the medical profession needs needs, um, you know, you know, like like all the areas, uh, you know, of. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that would be the. I don't think that would be the norm with with regards to all medical practitioners within women's health that they would say that it's a made up no. word. Surely be to God, you know. No, no. no I think I, I. I think I got. Um, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. got assigned somebody that day who. Uh, I, I, honestly, I think it was they, their job was to discharge me on that day, um, and this was a, an issue, a new issue maybe that I had brought up, um, and they, they wanted me silenced. Yeah, and yeah. Signed off. No, no that's a shame. That's a shame. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. Appreciate the call, Catherine. Fiona. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Good. Um, I'm just commenter on uh, Anthony. Is that his name? Anthony. Yeah. 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 Yes. Well, and, and, um, and other men as well, because I've been reading out texts from other men who feel the same. Not okay, just about not just about television advertising for uh, no, women's health no, issues. No. But it, it's the fact that he was on air there this morning and he was making comments. Now, um, it's not just about menopause; it's actually what comes with it, and there's a big depression with that need and anxiety, and a lot of mental health that build up to it, and some people suffer in other ways with it. And also I'll say that um, he has to live in somebody's body to experience 
what comes with it. And menopause could come four years before you even know it's there, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people um, could go into menopause at a very, very young age. You could start at 30. And... They wouldn't even be aware of it and they're not aware of what's happening with the body. No, so and I tell you what, 20, 30 years ago, maybe even less than that, people didn't talk about it at all. It was just called the no. change. Women went through it. They went through it on their own and they didn't even talk to other women about it. They didn't have time to talk about it because they were wearing families. They were going through it. They didn't know. Ah, well, I'm sure there always would have been time to talk about it, but it just was but a taboo it wasn't subject. The thing. It's just like personal things with a woman. They were always put aside. They were never spoke about. They were never exposed. You didn't show that. You didn't do that. What Anthony must realise today is that we're living in a different unit altogether. Mm. And people out there have mental issues, suffering with anxiety, stress, health, night sweats, sleepless nights, um, wondering what's going on. All this is revolved around a person's body changing into another because it's like when you're a child, you, ta- you change into a teenager. Now when you're experiencing this, your body is everywhere. Are you having these experiences now? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm. Yes, mm. I am. And um, some of them can be very not nice and some of them... And at the start, I didn't know, and I know there was something occurring, but um, it does have a big impact on mental health as well. There's a lot comes with it. Well, I sleep you through know? the night, no problem. I hit the pillow, well, and I'm like gone, and that's it. No, I'm, 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 I'm saying this in support of you. So I can't, <laughs> I, I can't I even know. begin to imagine what it's like to be in the bed, uh, and the bed is a river of sweat, and it's just rolling off you, and you can't get to sleep, and then you have these. Um, um, unannounced hot flushes where you can be anywhere at yes. any time and the same thing happens even even in company. I don't know, I, yes. I don't suffer by, with stress or, or anxiety. I, my energy levels are fine. I don't have brain fog or any particular mood changes unless you want to ask the people that I live with. And they're just a few of the things that women do have to deal with for years. Um, and mood swings are, are a very big thing in it as well, which can't be helped. And Uncontrollable um, crying. Uh, yeah. Anger, rage, um, fear, anxiety. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot comes with it. Like we can use the word menopause, but we got to see what's behind it as well. Undefinable and worry and stress. Yeah. I feel sorry for the majority of ladies out there this morning, and young girls get it. Some young girls get it very early in life, and it's harder as well. And like, Anthony needs to take a step back and sit down. And if he's not happy with what's going on, and he, is it the fact he's not happy with? the, the um, advertisement on the TV or is he not happy that he's not on TV himself or does he want something does he want something to go public about men or something because there is enough out there about men there is awareness about cancer for men there is awareness about there's condoms on every shelf there's everything out there for men yeah. so what is his problem is it the problem with women and what they're going through or did he experience a bad life himself because he, he needs to live in a woman's body to experience what a woman co- can and cannot go through and there's a lot of sick people out there this morning built up the courage to go to the doctor and speak about this mm. because they don't know they're terrified and it's a big change in everyone's life and would you say that there are still women on the planet who don't actually know anything about menopause or perimenopause or yes, all of the don't. side effects we- that they're suffering from they think like for instance psychologically it must be very upsetting for a woman because it, it is, is it is it is a change 
Mm-hmm. It, it is a big change in their lives and their bodies and their purpose for being on the planet. And they might feel, oh, my God, I really am now getting old. You do. And you say to yourself, oh, my God, they're all along. You'll be complaining about the other thing. But now my life is after taking another turnover. And you're going, you're moving on. You're, you're not, you know, you're, you're gone from the stage of being like your teeny boppers into your yeah. adulthood and now you're starting to begin and it's like a beginning of another role that's right this role this role has a lot coming with it and, does, and some women some women out there today and if they're out there and it does happen Neil right they are afraid to speak about it they're afraid to report to doctor about it now there is people out there to help people to talk about this but we can be shamed as well because some people don't want to admit this is going on either, Neil. You know what I mean? Because it felt it affects their self worth. I'm sure. Yes, and it's kind of like they're saying, you know, will I say it? I won't. Or um, do they think it is something else wrong with me? Or no? Um, Would they talk to partners enough about it? Well, some partners might be um, more. There might be more understanding in Depends the sense of the they partner. might listen. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you might get a partner come in and say, go away, you're always at it, you're always showing, you're always, you know. You need, like, I think outside your partner as well, you need that bit of help to talk All with right. your doctor or your nurse or someone. Yeah. And they will, down the line, guide you with what you need. Okay. But look, I know the ads are coming on TV. Years ago, there was none of that. And the reason for that is because... In the old days, everything was hidden. Nothing was out. Today, we're more talkative. We're more open about stuff. The teenagers today could teach you. I mean, when we were growing up, we nothing, nothing. And it was all hidden. And no matter what, you didn't speak about it. It wasn't exposed. Nothing. So I think... But men, some men now feel it's been talked about too much. And that was the pushback that I started to get yesterday and again this morning. Okay, listen, well, thanks I, th- thanks so much, Yeah, Fiona. I just want to say, yeah. is the men annoyed that the fact that the women are able to bring this on air and get some bit of help or something? Because they'll probably need a bit of help themselves. Well, it's know? an opportunity to share how you're feeling and what you're going through. And that's what, uh, that's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to endeavour to do. Thanks for that, Fiona. Appreciate it. Tessa's back. I think she's back actually on WhatsApp now because uh, the phone line wasn't great. So we were mid-conversation. I wanted to give an opportunity to, to finish what you wanted to say, Tessa. So go ahead. In the male, white-dominated world we live in. No, it ain't happening. Are you there, are you there Tess? No, okay. Not to worry. Uh, you can't blame me for trying. Back after the break. Talk to Neil Prenderville now. 0818-104-106. Cork's Red FM. Interesting text here. Somebody says, quite short text though. Can Anthony or any other man please come on the air and please highlight all the issues he says men have to deal with? Uh, let's have the list. Any man interested in doing that? Text 868 104, 106, and we'll come back and uh, update then. You might be there now, Tess, are you? Yes, I am. Okay, I don't, I don't have much time. I know, you, I know you have baby with you, so um, make your points because we were mid-through conversation talking about a, a white male-dominated world. Yes, very true. Probably too much anger and that's why the connection got lost. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. pas- let's call it passion. Um, but anyway, the, the rest of the points you wanted to make, that you need to be, women need to be able to shout about stuff because you still have no full rights over your own bodies. Yeah, basically, if you look at most countries in the world or a lot of countries in the world, 
women don't have full rights over medical decisions they want to make for themselves, whether or not they want to be sterilized at a young age, whether or not they want an abortion because it's medically inclined or because they have other psychological reasons or something for it. And to the point where men suffer in silence, if we would have men that could be pregnant, we could get abortions probably at every gas station. But women have to shout about it because they don't have full rights over their own bodies. And this is not men are part of the baby, so they should be part of the decision. This is women having a right what to do with their body and whether or not they want to host something for nine months or not. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I mean, yes, we, women we, need to we, about but we have come a long way in this country. I can't talk for other countries or all countries, but we've moved fairly rapidly in many ways in correcting wrongs over the past 20 odd years. Surely you'd agree with that. Definitely. Steps have been made in the right direction, but we're still not on par here that women can just freely, when they decide, for whatever reason they decide, make a choice for their own body. There's still hurdles for them in a way, or like other people are said, um, Christian rights, it's being taught in school and that that's all wrong. It's still women making choices for themselves and young women should be educated about what choices they can or can't make over their bodies as well. Yeah. And this doesn't have to be done in a distasteful way as it's like to be put out. It's just medical decisions being made and that is healthcare. I, I understand so that. I mean, I was talking with women on the air yesterday who actually struggle and some are still tr- struggling to be allowed to be to have a hysterectomy, for instance, to have their womb removed. Yeah. But surely in a democracy, it is it is acceptable for others who disagree with termination for the rights of an unborn baby to have their views heard as when well some of them will be men some of them will be will be women i partially agree with you in a democracy yes it is absolutely right for everyone to have their opinions however people who have opinions that have nothing to do with them should not be the people in charge that make those decisions for other people mm. who then only get to have an opinion but actually no right to change something about them. So men can have opinions but they shouldn't in any capacity be allowed to pass uh, to pass laws for women for that. Talk about it all you want but don't change what I can do with my body. Thank so And that. hysterectomies, young people want to have them, they should be allowed to have them and not at a certain age or if moon and stars align they mm. should decide what they want to do with their bodies okay okay thank you for that one or two before i go thank you tess on whatsapp kim good morning hi good morning neil how are you i'm good i got about five minutes so i'm kind of trying to do two calls before i quit so go ahead that's no problem yeah just wanted to really give a call in never felt compelled to actually ring into I'm glad you did because you're going through it yourself yeah. yes yes um i'm 42 i suppose it all started last year at the age of 41 i went through a bout of breast cancer so um, after all my hormone, you know, all the, the surgeries that I've actually went through, chemo, radiation, I was basically thrown into the deep end where the um, the menopause actually came into me. I suppose I wasn't ready for it, but in, in a good way, I suppose I was kind of given all the information and help. And there is so much out there. Being a 42-year-old woman and having to go through sleep problems, headaches, your mood muscle joints, personally the palpitations that actually comes with it, um, hot flushes. Mm-hmm. It is a bit of a taboo subject. I, I can kind of go with that. Does, the, does, the, does the cancer diagnosis prevent you from having HRT or is exactly, there a place? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So, like, the, I'm, I am actually on uh, hormone replacements, and that's actually what has pushed me into the full-blown menopause from my age. Now, we're, you know, we're quite content at home. I've a very understanding husband, and he gets this, but you have to ask for the help that's out there. I personally go to our house. I get acupuncture, Pilates, um, exercise, uh, breathing exercises, try and avoid caffeine, all these little things do help, but you just can't explain, you know, the the feeling that actually will just even come over you. It's very, very hard to explain. So thankfully, I have a good family and a great, you know, circle of friends to kind of talk to about it. But mm. when you're at this age and you're just thrown into it, it's very, very hard. And, for, and will it always be this way now? Um, currently for myself, no. I've, I have a five-year plan on this. Um, but again, you know, I was given all the information about it, but when it actually happens, especially for me, the palpitations and the headaches, I've never suffered from headaches or anything like that or sleep problems. You you know, your mood, I've heard of women on your show this morning talking about, you know, your moods and, you know, I have two teenagers at home and you just kind of explain to them as much as you get because they don't, you know, realise why I'm actually getting probably so obsessed over nothing. And do you have um, times when you have a bit of a meltdown? Completely, yeah. And when I, like, meltdown, I suppose I would nearly describe it as feeling blue. You know, I'm, I've, as I say, a great bunch of buddies. We'd go out and this, I'd always nearly be the last woman standing. We could yeah. put it that way for a night out. Yeah. But, you know, just after dinner, it only happened a couple of weeks ago. I just wanted to come home. I just didn't want to be out anymore. I just felt fit for tears. And thankfully I was able to phone my husband and say, you need to come in and collect me. Mm. And that that was it. But it's 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 a feeling that you can't even describe. I know for, it is a bit of a, and I will keep on saying, a taboo subject. I've, I've, I'm even shocked that I'm seeing so much of it. So one minute, are you, you're, you're fine. You're part of the group and everything's exactly. going well. And then very slowly or very quickly it changes very very quickly it changes you know and of course when you can't put a you can't put a finger on why that that's exactly. alarming yeah. it, it's nothing to say or you know something happened or yeah you I know, know. you know it, it, it's even to describe it I, I'm, I'm probably not even the best of putting into words but you just feel blue that's that's my best way of, of saying it so I realise that when this does happen, I can see the triggers straight away and I can kind of ring personally for me at Dark House. They're exceptional, you know, classes, acupuncture, as they say, um, counselling, whether it's a group or whether it's a one-on-one, but the help is out there. Mm. I will just say, obviously, for, for women, don't be afraid to say to your GP. I speak to my GP about it and... There definitely is the help there, whether it's, you know, you, you do need to get it off your chest. You do need to talk about it, whether it's a, a friend, a buddy yeah. or somebody. But it's, it's just... And do you think that we should be talking about it in spite of criticism? I do. I, I know maybe from a male perspective, and I, I know that man that was on earlier just didn't kind of agree and probably with the adverse that are on the... No, here's the typical one. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I'm switching off. I'll tune in again when you take your big knickers off. Yeah, that's absolutely... I mean, 
That's ridiculous. What kind of a comment is that? Uh, just doesn't want to talk, doesn't want to listen to it. Um, I mean, seriously, he needs to put his hand, head into the sand. I mean, <laughs> this is happening. I mean, he could have a wife, he could have daughters. I don't know what his situation is, but this is a real thing. It's a real thing that's happening women. You know, it's not necessarily for women over the age of 55 that they say women over 55 will start kind of feeling. It's not. It's women of all different ages that get it. I'm 42 and I'm a year into it now. You know? And it's not the best of feelings. Okay, all right. Just, just to know that there is help out there and just for women to know that they can talk about it and to find somebody to have a chat with. Thanks, Kim. Look after yourself. No Back problem. after Thanks the break. Neil. Take care. Text 0868104106. The Neil Prendeville Show on Cork's Red FM. Our phone lines remain open after midday. 0818104106. I get to a lot more of the texts in the morning. I'm out of time for now, but Neil, I'm being told that I should apologise to all of my female listeners for giving that man airtime, giving that Anthony platform to voice his ignorant opinions is just as respectful to women and women's health as he is himself. Well, well, thankfully, we still live in a democracy and people are entitled uh, to call radio stations and have their opinions, television as well. Louise is dead right. It's not a low blow. The conversation lit this morning. Somebody saying that this was a conversation that needs to be had. And if people get a little bit upset or angry, so be it. But a big fan of the show. Don't agree with Anthony on his views on menopause and women. But the two women you had on there earlier have really left themselves down by the personal attacks and foul language. It showed a lack of class. Okay, well, that's your opinion. You're entitled to it. But sometimes when we get upset or when we get up angry or when we get passionate, we sometimes will drop an expletive and some of us from time to time will drop an F-bomb here and there. Um, you know, I, I appreciate that when people are incensed and have a point of view and things can boil over. Uh, it happens, you know, it happens. I mean, you saw it there uh, yesterday, Christian Guru Murthy, the Channel 4 uh, TV broadcaster, was doing a television interview with the Tory MP Steve Baker at the time, he was the current secretary in Northern Ireland, and he called him a, he called him a see you next Tuesday on television. I guess the camera had gone, but his mic was still live. Thanks a lot, Steve. It wasn't a stupid question, Steve. You know it. I'm very happy to go up against you on trust any day. <laughs> what a... <laughs> what a... What a see you next Tuesday broadcast live on television. My sincerest apologies to Regina and all of those in New York, Louise and all of the grandchildren for not reading out this text yesterday. I ran out of time, but belatedly could I please wish a very, very happy 90th birthday to Rose Walsh from Clark's Road in Balafihan. Now, Regina was in touch. Regina's her daughter, Louise and the grandchildren in New York to say that we love you very much. She's an amazing woman, reared us all, fostered 50 children over the years. 50 children, Rose Walsh. Uh, she's the best ma'am, nan and grandmother and we adore her. I'm surprised your nose wasn't itchy yesterday. I was reading I was reading you all day for not reading out the text. When I double-checked, I found that it was still stuck in my outbox. So please wish my ma'am, Rose Walsh, a happy 90th birthday with lots of love from your daughter, Regina, Louise, and all the grandchildren in New York. I think that's an incredible achievement, fostering 50 children 
over many, many years. So belated as it is, happy birthday, Rose, from all of your family and your friends and all of your foster children as well down through the years. Lines will stay open. You can text 0868104106. If you have a story you'd like to share, you can always email neil at redfm.ie. Have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow. For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts.